everybody welcome back to Acrisure field or is it stadium no i'm kidding this is the scb steelers podcast presented by deck roofing incorporated of south florida uh thanks to john deck and carol down there for taking wonderful care of uh steel sun uh he was down there this past weekend had a great time and uh was treated to well all kinds of wonderful things so thank you to them. Um, I am very, very happy to have somebody with us tonight. Um, Chrissy has been with me longer than anybody else at SCB. She is the the behind the scenes, the do all the things on the website that I don't know how to do, which is most everything. Uh, and I love her to death. And I said, you know, when when this whole name change thing happened we started talking i said you got to come on uh without getting too specific this is kind of the realm of what chrissy does in her professional life so i thought it would be great obviously ryan will have some comments on this as well and i i don't think ben will have any comments um because he rarely does um and uh i think ian is still playing daddy tonight um and he's got an infant i really can't blame him I, an infant plus five uh others and how, that's how? totally understandable. I mean I just can't even imagine it. I and he's just like, yeah, if we have more, we do what? Right. What? Right. Right. Go to the vet, dude. He it's time. <laughs> time to go to the vet, Ian. I, I'm just kidding. I don't think it is. I, I'm telling you right now. I, I think uh now that he's got the, the basketball team plus one, um, I mean what three more and he'll have a, a, a baseball lineup. You know, um, I, well, five more and we'll have a soccer lineup. We'll be good to That's go. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> it's just incredible. I am in awe of he and his wife. And no. uh, yeah, that's it's awesome. awesome. Good for them. Amazing. More good for them. Pretty amazing. It's man. awesome. So as everybody heard, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, no longer play at Heinz Field. Um, they now play at Acrisure Stadium. Um, that's A C R I S U R E, Acrisure. Uh, this is a company based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, uh and no, I didn't have anything to do with it. It's about 45 Everything minutes. In Michigan sucks, it, it really does. Um, although we have good beer, um, it's true. Uh, yeah, it's a real estate tech, it, it does a little bit of everything. All right. And the link to the Steelers was a guy by the name of Thomas Tall, who most Steeler fans know because of legendary pictures, um, which he's not part of anymore. But when you go back to the epic movie Dark Knight Returns, you saw people like Heinz Ward, Ben Roethlisberger, um, Omar Khan was in there. You, you, you know, I, we heard there was a Scarpino guy somewhere deep in there, but they couldn't credit him on the movie. Anyway, um, that that's the guy we're talking about. And the man that runs Acrisure now has been a lifelong Steelers fan. Look, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, but we'll get into all of this. So the thing I want to get into first with Chrissy and Ryan, who are in Pittsburgh. Um, Chrissy, what has been the reception 
amongst your friends, people you've talked to? What, what, what has been the reception of this? Uh, most, I feel like it's like Star Lake, right? So Star Lake Amphitheater has been Star Lake and then 500 other things. And now it's back to Star Lake and it didn't matter what it was called. You were still going to Star Lake for whatever concert or whatever in the summer. No, that's a great example. You know, so I think it could be called whatever and it could change from however you say it now to three other things and it'll still be Heinz Field. Do, do you do you think, Chrissy, that it will ever take on Acrisure at all, or or people just say, "Hey, we're going to Heinz"? No, I no. mean, I look if I don't have a beer right now, but after a couple, I can't say it's sober. Like after a couple of beers, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, <laughs> you know, it, it it will be funny. They could do that, like in the fourth quarter, they could have one of those. Um, uh, you know, kind of games or something where they bring the camera and Missy Matthews can go down there and, exactly. and find the find the drunkest people and say, okay, you get two chances to say Acrisure, right. um, and we'll give you an autograph. And you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because Heinz just, I mean, you, you can be drunk, you can be, well, you can be comatose and still say it. Uh, whereas Acrisure, I don't know. Uh Scarps, what was your overall impression when you heard all this? Well, uh, I, I prepared a state of Yin's union. I can Holy run through that real quick. Uh, hear ye, hear ye. Well, I'm going to do this, and I'm okay. going to say this. And I think all this right. sort of, yeah, to my fellow Pittsburghers and Steelers fans, when the news first broke, I feel like we all had the same thought. What is Akershore? Like most of Yin's, I initially thought it was some BS on Twitter. Hi, Ian. Hi, guys. Welcome to my state of Yin's union. Uh, then the confirmations came in, and uh, truly, it became a sad day in Pittsburgh sports history. And I know that might sound silly. I'm sure there's some diehard Steelers fans out there that are tuning in that aren't from here. But if you're not from here, you truly can't understand. Uh, and you probably laughed at our expense on Monday. But unless you were born here, lived here, you can't comprehend how much it stings. The Steelers are woven into the, a Pittsburgher's DNA. The team's blue-collar style that was forged in the 70s has been instilled in every Pittsburgher even long after the steel industry left. Three River Stadium demolished, but we got PNC Park. PNC, a local, regional, and national player, but first and foremost local. Mm -hmm. We got Heinz Field. Heinz puts out food over six continents. First and foremost, a local player. You got to understand something. We still give directions based on landmarks. Okay. Whether mm -hmm. they're still there or not there. If yeah. I was going to say, not just still there. Ones that weren't. You need to get yeah. down there where the Listen. Isleys used to be and hang yes. a left. Listen. <laughs> exactly. If you know where the Eaton Park is on Banksville Road or where the old Rax's roast beef used to be on Penn <laughs> Avenue, I will get you anywhere in the city. Okay. I just want to say that. So Acreshore is a brokerage company that use, they, they utilize artificial intelligence and other high-tech tools to connect clients to insurance companies. That is to Pittsburghers as winning Super Bowls is to the fans of, say, the Lions, Browns, or Cardinals. There is no relation. I understand that Pittsburgh is now a tech hub, but Acreshore is simply not something we as Pittsburghers can or will embrace. We hold our truths to be self-evident. 
And as much as it hurts, it's business. Money talks. Uh-huh. Call uh-huh. it Heinz Field. Call it Rooney Field at Three Rivers. Call me maybe. But oh, what's God. done is done. It'll take time to get over this. And you know what cures all? Winning. Beautiful. Beautiful. Outstanding. Uh, Outstanding, Scarps. That was terrific. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. I, I'm, I'm almost speechless at, at this particular point. Uh Chrissy, the rumor is the Steelers, um, it's $150 million for 15 years. Is Do you think this was a matter of nobody else was going to touch that number? And when they saw that, they're like, we don't, we don't care what your name is. We're taking it. Uh, I feel like it. I mean, I don't know. I, I think they're trying to maybe improve – what Pittsburgh is, I guess, you know, just like that, the steel, steel city thing going right. on. But, um, I feel like people are moving on from that. And I think that's what the idea was behind this. Um, look, if somebody was going to give me that money, I'd probably take it too, but I don't know about this one. It, it, would Ryan alluded to it, but would it matter if, if this was a Pittsburgh based company, would there be even half the reaction do you think? I think it'd be a better reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have. I mean, Heinz is even, it's still here, but it's right. co-headquartered out in Chicago, right? So. Yes, it is now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've done my best to uh, keep Ben from talking to this point because I know he probably has a few things to say about it. Um, ben, your thoughts on Ekrisher Stadium. Unmute yourself, Ben. Ben has no thoughts, so I'll jump in. <laughs> nope. It, we, we've lost Ben. Go ahead, Ian. He must have right. spilled his whiskey. Ian, go ahead. Did uh, did Ryan touch on the fact that Heinz uh, has gone downhill ever since they merged with Kraft anyways? And we all know who is a big beneficiary of the Kraft Corporation <laughs> uh, and all their corporate lawyers. And what they're uh, able to get away with, but at any rate, right, right. Um, no, I mean, he, Ryan hit the nail on the head. Heinz is a yeah. local company, and you know, and he's right. Pittsburghers have been calling the pavilion out in Burgettstown Star Lake for 20 years when it went through 20 different names because it changed sponsorships every year, yeah. and everyone's just like, ah, screw it, it's still Star Lake to me. We're going down there, Burgettstown, to see Jimmy Buffett <laughs> and the Parrot Heads. <laughs> Speaking of which, Jimmy Bob was is there this weekend, but at any rate, um, you know, yeah, it's uh, Pittsburgh is still going to call it Heinz Field. They're still going to, you know, the 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 one funny thing is, you know, Akershore sounds very much the ending like North Shore where the stadiums are. So it's like oh, these guys going down North Shore, like you know, it's it's going to be a weird thing, and yeah. and it's just. It doesn't roll off the tongue in Pittsburghese, and it's going to no. become everything, you know, to, to Ryan's point, right? When the Penguins built a new arena, it was sponsored by a company that's headquartered in Cannonsburg, which is 20 miles from the Penguins Stadium. It's in Washington County. It's the next county over, and no one knew how to pronounce console or console or yeah. <laughs> or Washington. 
yeah oh thank you yeah whatever it was the the console energy center no one's gonna pronounce this right it just is what it is you know especially Um, in pittsburghese yeah drunk pittsburghese (laughs) yeah yeah once you're once you're two or three beers in it's just it's whatever you know i'm saying yeah (laughs) i think it's gonna be called the ack the what the ack accrusher just call it the ack you know i mean make it as simple as possible no fuck that no I think, well, that yeah. makes sense because that's what people will say every time they see Mitch Trubisky try and throw to his left. Ah! Ooh, man, Ian's coming in hot. Though. Coming in Ian. hot. Wow. Uh, I, was, I was off last week. I have to bring it, you know? That's true. That's true. Uh, ben, welcome back. What, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on this? I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, and I'm just looking at it strictly financially, Yeah, they wanted Hines to stick around. Yep but they couldn't come to a number. My understanding is they offered this, to continue the sponsorship with Heinz, just not at the $5 million a year they were paying before, mm-hmm. you know, at, at a number North of that, but not as high as they're getting now. Right. And right. Heinz just, they weren't going to, they just weren't interested in doing it. If you recall, the original deal with Heinz was a hundred million dollars over 20 years. Right. Right. And, and, this is a significant. And this is this is yeah. 150 over 15. It's it's yeah. it's double. They're they're doubling the naming rights and and honestly, I mean, the salary cap being what it is, the Steelers not being a a, a cash rich team, a um, smaller market. You know this this helps them. This and it, at it the does. end of the day, it just comes down to business, and it it sucks from my standpoint. It's like we were talking about before before we started recording. You know, I mean. Looking about all the games, all the all the great players we watched play games at Heinz, right? And it's gonna be like, yeah, remember when Heinz Ward caught that 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 first down and went for thirty yards in Acrisure Stadium? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just right. Uh, and, and and you know, I think within twelve months, people will get over it. It'll be fine. I think that Acrisure yeah. is trying to make some inroads into the the Pittsburgh community. They're gonna no donate some some charity dollars. Big dollars. Try and apparently. try and spread some goodwill throughout the community to to improve their image, so that they that maybe they can join the community, for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, maybe they should open a fucking office. How about that for a thought? Um, There's space, but, right? <laughs> there is. You know, I, I yeah. think I think at tw- twelve months from now, we'll be over it. But oh, we'll still be sure. calling it. We'll still be calling it Heinz. Is yeah. pointed out. It just I I gotta couple quick yeah. points and I'll, I'll shut up but i so the one thing i would mention is because because the stadium is shared with pit and also it hosts other things i can understand not naming it rooney field or any i i i can understand that like because it's not just Steelers, and and that's, true. and that's a whole we could we could talk about that forever you know but so i can understand yes that. it is god damn it well okay but <laughs> I would also like to point out, and and I was talking to people about this, that this that the Sports and Exhibition Authority, the SEA, owns the owns PNC Park, Acrisure Stadium now, uh, PBG Paints Arena. They basically own the north, uh, the entire North Shore, and then they right. they also own the the, the convention center. Um, and people were saying, well, what do they have to do with it? Well, they're the property owner, and they lease it, and they let teams run it so if i'm the property owner and i have a, I have a bunch of properties you're not going to do anything without my input mm-hmm. so yeah. 
the SEA was probably looking at this like, okay, $57 million over 20 years with Heinz versus 150 over 15. I'm not going to tell you what to do with the property <laughs> owner. But, you know, and, and so that's why I'm saying that, like, and, and local companies had fun with it, like Turner's Turner's Dairy. Like, if you've never had a Turner's iced tea in a carton, you have no idea you're, you're what you're missing. But they joked, they're like, sorry, we didn't have, like, a gazillion dollars. And I thought that was right. very clever of them. But I also say, too, that UPMC, you have to think UPMC at least was 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 in the conversation, right? But I don't think healthcare is as trendy and sexy as a brokerage firm that uses artificial intelligence and is putting up the money that no also argument. has a Steelers owner, Thomas Tall influence. There's so many, this is so much bigger yeah. than a name. This is, this is, this is a, this is a strategic business move by the Steelers and other multiple other big parties involved that are going to develop the North Shore. They're going to hopefully make amendments and changes to the stadium. They're mm-hmm. going to maybe add some seats. They're going to maybe add some concession stands. I don't know. All I know is they got a lot of money that's public now and people know about it. And if they don't use it appropriately and if they don't win, it's not going to reflect. Well, the last part's key. You don't win. is None of this matters. Um have you guys heard anything in regards i'll just throw this out to everybody because i don't know the answer to this are there going to be any significant like cosmetic changes to the stadium at all i mean other than obviously the signage i mean are they are they i i I haven't heard apparently not Um, they're trying to add seats where they can right right and and i did they were on my local news here maybe Um, close the north end you dicks well they got to talk to the SEA first. Yeah. Um, but That's they had a nice, the Grand Rapids station north of me had a good story on it. They had, I believe his name is uh, Robinson is the guy that kind of runs the show at Acrisure. And he, you know, he he's extremely excited about it. And, and it, you know, like I said at the beginning, he's a lifelong Steelers fan. This is kind of like a, a kid in a candy store type thing for him. And, um, but he did That's talk awesome. good for him. And, well, and he talked as Ben pointed out too, they're going to pump some significant dollars into the, uh, the children's hospital here and, and, uh, uh, other charities as well. So, you know, I, I agree. It'll always be Heinz to me. I, I'm going to struggle with it. Um, what? partially because I'm old. I mean, um, yeah, but, you are, but yeah, but yeah. It's always going to be Heinz to all of us. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody who's watched the Steelers for the last 20 years, it's, it's going to be Heinz Field. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it is what it is. Ian, let me ask you, did, did you – I mean, did you struggle to call Heinz Heinz after Three Rivers? Because to me, you wouldn't because it's a completely different facility. Yeah. It's a, it's a, Yeah, exactly. It's a completely different building. Yeah. I sadly – you know, the, the day Three Rivers came down was sad to me. Like, mm-hmm. I had so many great memories there. Yep. Um, you know, going to games with my dad growing up, like, I felt like it was almost my second home. Um, the, but it was a completely different building. So, you know, it's, it, it didn't, it didn't even register to kind of call it the same thing. And it wasn't even on the same, I mean, it it wasn't on the same footprint, right? Like where three rivers was is now a parking lot where Heinz was built used to be a parking lot. So, um, right. You know, it was, uh, it was, it was completely different. Um, the, the one thing I will say though, is we did to, to give, Acrisure, Acrisure, Acupuncture Stadium, whatever we're calling it, <laughs> some kind of some kind of bit of credit here. We didn't wind up with a company 
I don't think that is doing business dubiously like Enron Field or right um, something. That's like a really that. good point. That's actually. a great point. You know, yeah. um, the other thing is, you know, there are far worse names out there. Uh, yes. Like the University of Louisville has the KFC Yum Center yep. where their basketball team plays and Papa John Stadium where their football team uh-huh. plays. Like, I think they finally changed that, though. Uh, maybe they did. We it just was- drove through there a couple weeks back and I okay. did not see Papa John anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and, you know, we're not the first city to go through this. No. Um, you know, just thinking about it, like, where did the L.A. Lakers play? Staples Center. Staples it's Center. It's Crypto.com right? Arena now. Oh, oh see, where? See, yeah. yeah. Where do? Hey, uh, man. What, what? Magic used to play at the angle at the Forum, right? Great Western right. Forum in Englewood. Right. You know? Yeah. The the Boston Garden is now the Fleet Center. No one's going to call it that. No, um, it is. It's still the Garden. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, Besides, you know, there's there's a handful yeah. of others out there too that even even New Orleans, where the Super Bowl was this year, Mercedes like. Benz. Yeah, no, it's the it's the Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah, they changed it. They, they changed Mercedes it. is. Bro, I can't Atlanta keep now. up with this shit. See, exactly. Nobody mm-hmm. knows what anything's Be- called anymore. It really doesn't matter that. Besides much. Lambeau Field, and I was yeah. trying to think about this before we came up. But besides, like Lambeau Field, which I'll probably be dead if that's ever changed. But Soldier Field, Soldier yeah. Field. Wrigleyville, Fenway Park, yeah. Green Bay, Chicago, Fenway. Cincinnati. <laughs> And I even, think those, those are the three NFL teams that don't have sponsors. Even right. Arrowhead has a sponsor now. Yeah, Arrowhead has a sponsor. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. in, in they, Denver, call, they still call it Arrowhead Stadium. They do, but field. it's got a Denver's yeah, always going to yeah. be Mile High Stadium, whether it's yeah. Sports Authority yeah. Field at so Mile they just, High. They call right. it yeah. They call it whatever stadium at Mile, mile High Club yeah. Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan whatever. Clark can't play what? here. Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Elway looks like a horse. <laughs> I don't even care right now. I'm so upset my Monday. My, that Monday ruined me, okay? Yeah, it did. It, the it, look it on was... Christy's face is like, why am I on this show right now? Well, my husband's texting me right now, like naming all these stadiums, trying to keep up. Oh, is is, is, uh, is Bob somewhere like in the area? Yeah. Does he want to drop in? I mean, hey, everybody else Listen, is today. No one could be worse than me, all right? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, you don't sell yourself you. short, Listen, Don't lay down the challenge, man. Listen, don't lay down the challenge. At no. least, at least we're not like the Carolina Panthers that have Bank of America Stadium and have to do everything they can not to call it Bofa Stadium. Okay. Bofa, <laughs> <laughs> So no, so when we were talking about that, the first one that came to mind, and it's not, it's not it anymore. Yeah. Was, was. Uh, University of Phoenix Stadium. It's now State Farm Stadium. That's right. That's right. And no well, disrespect. Uh, no disrespect. Arizona. No disrespect to the University of Phoenix. Nope. I'm just saying that that like it, it just none of that makes like it just doesn't make any sense. Like yeah, like it, it just you know like good for good for University of Phoenix, but like that is they're like what the hell are we doing here? Like you know, I mean, call it Boomer Esiason was here for 15 minutes stadium. <laughs> Like I'm just saying, or, or you know, or Todd Haley coached here for a hot minute. Bless his heart. <laughs> uh, Chrissy, now I know you. You guys like to go to PNC Park, right? You, you guys like to go take in a ball game. Uh, is there something about going to PNC Park 
to enjoy. I mean, because you clearly don't go there for the baseball team. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I mean, it's true. I mean, I mean, baseball's fun to watch, even if the team kind of does suck, honestly. Yeah. And and the stadium's really nice. It's, it's the best stadium in baseball. And you you walk in with low expectations. Well, you would have to. I, I mean, I don't know. Well, Chrissy, usually you're about six beers in by the first inning, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking Are you really? If I make it in. That's well, what Chris, I'm talking about right Chris there. Can drink, man. I'm telling right stuck in the parking lot. <laughs> there you go. The, uh, the view at PNC is it's, it's the best. It's the it's view. The best. It but, really is. But when they were good, that place was like banging. Like that was a yeah. that was a good atmosphere. But hot, like, yeah, I, I I didn't like. I mean, this is this is probably blasphemous, but I didn't like the name was fine. But I've never liked Heinz Field. Even before I worked there, I, I used to go to pick games what? as well. Why? It, I hated the yellow seats. I hated the openness. Really? Yes. It, it, like, I really feel like they had an opportunity. I really do feel like the Steelers had an opportunity to be pioneers of this. Not SoFi and Jerry World. Not those. Yeah. yeah not yeah. those so much. But, the, and I'll tell you this. and it, oh, I'm gonna You're going to get hate mail sent at the Steel Dad. But the same architect. That designed MT Bank Stadium in Baltimore designed Heinz Field and MT Bank is so much better than Heinz Field. It's not even funny. Um, yes, truth. I, I, I well, what 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 uh, pioneering? Yeah, what was better? Think they should have used. And I don't even. So it's not even like MT Bank is more closed, which was first of all, which is which was good. The seats were closer, and it just it just feels different. Heinz is more like you're away from it, up and it goes over. up like and especially, out. Especially when you get in that 500 section, it's like it's like this. Like MT Bank is more is more compact and it's louder. That's the thing I miss about Three Rivers. Three yeah. Rivers, Three Rivers, was, Rivers, Three Rivers yeah. was a yeah. shitty stadium. It yes. was fucking <laughs> terrible, but it was so loud. Yeah, that it made it fun. I agree. It, it, it was a great experience. It, it, and, and I'm not saying Heinz is terrible. I oh, mean, Heinz it, is good. I Heinz mean, is good. I just, yeah. I just feel like they just they missed an op, like they missed an opportunity. Like, in my opinion, they basically took Three Rivers, which was circular, and they just converted it to Heinz, which was more open. Like I felt that, yeah. like it was. I just don't. I don't. I you know. So uh, and that'll that's again. What what opportunity did they miss? They messed. I, I will say this: they messed up some stuff with Heinz Field. Like our original season tickets that we had were up in the five hundred level. They were in like five forty or something like that. Like the second section in on the open end, and for day games you couldn't see the jumbotron because like the, the way the because of the way the sun was and the yeah. angle of your seat looking like down at it. You couldn't see it, and it took them like three years to put little TVs up on the overhangs so that people could be like, "Oh yeah, I can see what's happening now," because they didn't and, have the second jumbotron at the other end. So, like, they architecturally they did mess some stuff up with Heinz. And also, the the number of things they've had to add. And I get that seats is one thing, but they've had to add add up. Is it the PNC Champions Club, or they've had to add yeah. clubs? They've had they've yep. had to add yep. another scoreboard. They've had to make amenities to the scoreboards. Like honestly, like. Like it, it's much better now for concerts than it used to be, but like it used to just be like I mean, fuck, like you, like it was just the sound. There was no way to capture any sort of sound mm-hmm. ever. 
I mean, yeah, like I, I said, and I, I'm not trying to shit on it. I'm just saying that, like, no, I get it. It goes up and out. It's, yeah, it's I, not. Yeah, no, it, it, it spills out onto the river. Basically, yeah, the sound the sound spills out onto the river. Where Mich- like, Michigan like, Stadium like, is the same way. Diametric opposite. Diametric yeah. opposite. Enough, okay. enough so Michigan see, talk. The it's Seahawks Stadium season, is open on one end. <laughs> the Seahawks Stadium is open on one end, similar to right, Hines, right. right? But, but it's designed so that all the sound reverberates back and forth. Yeah, and it's louder. I swear to God, it's the loudest team I've ever been in my life. It is really loud. It's ridiculous. Seattle and Kansas City. Seattle and Kansas City are two of the loudest stadiums, and they're both open-air stadiums, but they figured it out architecturally how to keep the sound in. Well, And and Three Rivers was that way. It was deafening. When Three Rivers got rocketing, that and you were always worried about it because it was a really old stadium, and the seats would shake. (laughs) You were like, no, I know. Oh, I don't know, man. I would, also, I would also say too, and I'm gonna grab a beer after this as I as I ponder this. But do you think that fan engagement back then was much better than it is now? Because I do oh, believe boy. it is on oh, game boy. day. On Fuck game day, yes. Well, and, and, yes. But even with even with Not Seattle, even close. Even with Seattle and Kansas City. Everybody got a everybody got a smartphone now. They're still able to capture that energy and engagement and loudness, even if everyone's not paying attention. And I feel it. I feel this even about the Penguins, opposed to other NHL arenas. You can hear a pin drop at PPG Paints, even like during the playoffs. And like I feel really? that Hines is similar. And I know it's you know There's moments we haven't won haven't won a playoff game there in a while. But like I feel that Hines is similar. So like. They have to figure out a way to capture that energy, and it's even hard to, do, in my opinion, it's even hard to do in a ho- in a hockey arena. So, how do you do that for times three, as opposed to PPG yeah. Paints when you got seventy thousand in Heinz and twenty thousand PPG? Something to think I, about. I, yeah, I want to get Chrissy out of here because we've bored her to death. Um, Sorry, Chrissy. Really that was, that was my laughing fault. At us. No, it's, it's I don't know why right. you're not she, drinking, Chrissy. She's been whatever. thoroughly entertained this evening. Um, in any case, uh, yeah. Wait, what Bob say? Oh, he didn't Bob? come in yet. Oh, he didn't come in. Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, Chrissy, love you to death. Thank you so much for stopping by, and um, it, you know, I can't wait to see you in your Acrisure Stadium T-shirt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you get one of those and, uh, <laughs> and, and all that. So go ahead, get out of here, kiddo. We'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, Chrissy. Bye. Soccer. Bye, Chrissy. Bye. Thank you. You know, you didn't uh, have to kick her off. You I, I did, but I, you know, we were going to start talking some football and yeah, I had to be an asshole. I, I think, <laughs> uh, Ryan, you brought up a, a really Where good Where the hell is there. Ellie? I wanted her, I wanted us to be able oh, to hear actor sure in British. Acrisure? How would it sound? Acrisure? Acrisure? I don't know. Uh, but I thought... Acrisure, yeah. Acrisure. There's Acrisure over there. What? John Paul George and Acrisure. It's in fucking Liverpool, you know? Oh, what? Well, you know, John Lennon, everyone, has joined the show. I don't know uh, if that was John. It it was John or Paul. What are the other? Uh, Can you do Mick Jagger? What if the Stones come back? What are they going to say? Well, Hello, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Einsfeld. 
whoops, sorry, Art, hello, I'm the young man. I'm a piece of shit. Can I get a beer? Yes, go ahead. Let's take a quick time out. You get the beer. I'll read our latest ad, which, of course, is for our good friends at Deck Roofing. The show is probably sponsored by them. They are down in South Florida, and they serve Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multi-family, or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Um, yeah, I you know, it is what it is. Times change, and, uh, you know, if, if AccraSure does end up, and I think they should put an office in Pittsburgh, then I think it's great. Um but I, I really think that's part of what they should do. That's just me. I mean, maybe um, if you had employees locally, at least you'd have that voice. Yeah, this is a good company. They're well, actually good to work. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, I mean, it's a hell of a lot easier to give tickets to local employees than it is in Grand Rapids, Michigan to say, hey, here's some tickets to the Steelers game. Now go ahead and drive six and a half hours, you know, uh, or fly in there. But yeah. I, I think it'd be good if they set that up. So um, we, I did actually want to talk a little bit of football tonight, but before I do, before Scarps gets back with his beer, what's the worst stadium name out there right now? Oh, I named them all. Um, you I, did name a few. Yeah. Um, I who Right now, if we're just talking professional, like taking the KFC Yum Center out of it, which is just yeah. ridiculous. It, it is um, so stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I guess the crypto.com arena now that the Lakers are playing yeah. in is is pretty bad. I mean, it is. I don't know anything. Uh, anything named after a pyramid scheme just seems like a bad idea. <laughs> which there was another one too. Um, uh, one of the Florida teams had a, a had a arena that Ooh. was basically it was like Amelie Arena or something, maybe in the Magic or someone like that that yeah. were one that were in. It might have been the light. Oh, it was the lightning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like Amelie was the parent company of Quickstar, which oh. was basically like a mid-level marketing or mm-hmm. multi-level marketing. It was basically a pyramid scheme for like yeah, goods and yeah. products. It was yeah. like, you know, like Mary Kay or whatever it is. It's well, a like pyramid Amway. scheme. Amway. For Amway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Amway. Same thing. So, yep. you know, at least we're not named after a pyramid scheme. Wasn't there There's an that. Amway? Wasn't there an Amway Bowl? For a while, there might have been. Yeah, I think there yeah, was a college football names. bowl that was M- that Amway there, sponsored. There could have been. I mean, they're based out of Grand Rapids. Um, you know, the Amway Grand is still a big hotel up there and everything. But yeah, I mean, it's wow. not nearly what it used to be. Yeah. Um, wow. And crypto just seems like a pyramid scheme to me. I don't know. Maybe someone else can educate me. You can send all hate mail to Steel Dad on Twitter. Um, but yeah, yeah there it seems lot, like a pyramid scheme. There were a lot of there were a lot of millionaires that aren't millionaires anymore because of the stock market. That so, happened quick, didn't it? Well, because yeah. because specifically because crypto dropped like a rock. Oh yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's let's talk a little bit of football. Um, now that we're done talking stadium stuff. Oh, I, I have a podcast. I, believe it or not, it is. I know everybody's like 33 minutes in. They're finally talking football. Well, hey, it's the, you know, we that. were really heavily invested in this name change we emotionally. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't. Um, but... Well, in any case, <laughs> I pretended to be for a little while. I have a concern and I don't think anybody's talking about it. Talk I've been it. talking about your fucking no, concern since the you, goddamn you draft. You have. You have. I, I just don't think that anybody's talking enough about it. 
And I think the concern is at center. I don't know that Mason Cole and right is that big of an upgrade <laughs> over Kendrick Green. Um, ben, I, I'm, I I'm going to go to Ben. I'm going to go to you because you've been on top of this. I, from I, I don't. I don't think that Mason Cole is is that big an upgrade to JC. How do you say it, Ryan? Hassan Saucer. Hassan Saucer. Barbecue Saucer. Hassan Saucer Shore. Hassan Hour. Hassan Saucer. Okay, because Hassan Hour was obviously the better center last year of the two. All right. Was that, so, was that the just, Titans, Titans game he started? Yeah. Was that it? He yeah. did. Let's just, let's just it go was clear. With, <laughs> it, well, as, as day. Yes. <laughs> let's just go with that as a reference point and say, okay, this is the bar. Is he. Better than this guy. Right. Probably a little, maybe. He's not Sean Mahan, based upon the tape that I've watched. Thank Sean Mahan was awful. My goodness. Thank God. But but he wound up on his back more than he was standing up. Constantly. And then Justin Hartwood came in, and you were like, Jesus Christ, it was fucking day and night. Um, yeah. it, but... it was the other way, but go ahead. It was We, we drafted Pouncey after Mahan. Hartwig retired. Wait. We've, oh! we retired. We yeah, signed Mahan no, for a right. year. Sorry. Right. Then we drafted Pouncey. Thank you, yeah. Ian. The Appreciate mistake that. was that we drafted Ziggy Hood instead of Max Unger with the right. 31st or the 32nd pick in the 2009 draft and had yes. to live through Sean Mahan. Yeah, and Max Unger had like a 13 year be, career. Let's be but blunt. we did wind up with Pouncey. The 2008 and the 2009 yeah. drafts 2000... were, were among the worst drafts of the last two decades. They Aren't were we, fucking horrible. We got cut. My first year there, 2010, when we drafted Pouncey. No, 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 no. Hartwig wasn't there. Yes, he no, was. They... Oh, That's the only way I would have I think he'd know. <laughs> that was the only, that, literally that was the only way I would have met Justin Hartwig. Was he injured in 2009? We'll have to go back and look. Have to go back. Anyway, yeah. back to the point at hand. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I'm Jason Cole. Watching his film, the guy yeah. is not impressive. Especially at center. I'd right. be way more comfortable with him at guard. He says he's more comfortable at center. They put him at center. Um, if it were up to me, I would put James Daniel at center. And I would uh, move Kevin Dotson over to right guard, which is his natural position. And then I would say, Mason Cole, you and Kendrick Green over here can compete for snaps at left guard. And we'll figure it out. That is... My take on it, and until these fuckers prove me wrong, and please, baby Jesus, let them do that. Prove me wrong. I hold on. You know, a quick, quick bulletin here. Quick bulletin. Ian yeah, I was, was wrong, wrong about something. I was wrong. Holy I, shit! I was wrong. I have to apologize for this. I am sorry, what? listeners. I looked this up. Sean Mahan was signed in 2007 after Jeff Harding's left. Uh huh. So Mahan was signed in 2007. After a disastrous 2007 season, he was traded to Tampa Bay. They what? signed they signed Mahan to a five year deal in 2007. Holy shit! And traded him after one year, and then signed Justin Hartwig in free agency. Hartwig started 2008, the Super Bowl year, yep. 2000 and 2009, and then was beat out by Pouncey and Ten. So Ryan Tell was right. Ryan was right that Hartwig was there in 2010. I was wrong. 
I apologize. This However, is a very rare thing, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I'm not that hard rarely way. wrong yeah. about the yeah. shit like this because yeah. he's got and the I'm memory of a goddamn elephant. That. Yeah, he does have the memory of an elephant. But yeah, yeah I probably... thought Hartwig. I thought Hartwig was after Mohan. You're right. But Hartwig was after it, me. Anyway, yeah. point being, I'll drink more whiskey. Yeah, that's great. Um, here's to that. Just uh, Mason Cole. Again, getting back to this year. Yeah. The offensive line is still the weak link in that unit, and that's your foundation. That's the foundation for your fucking unit. And until that foundation is strong, your unit's not really going to go anyplace. And and, and it's the middle, too. And that's what scares me, because if you can't contain the middle, then your whole offense blows up. And how many times did we see that last year? Um, Over and over and over. And I just – I. When when you go back, as Ben you pointed out, when you go back, you watch a little Mason Cole when when he was with Minnesota. I I get a little nervous uh, again. And, and Ian you know. pointed this out in our in our chat this week. Yeah, the fact that Ben Roethlisberger got the ball out on average in two point one seconds last season nuts covered a lot of the warts of that offensive line, and they still were abysmal. Yeah. They were fucking horrible. To believe that guys who are either completely inexperienced or a great deal less experienced than that 17-year-old pro, 17-year pro, excuse me, to believe that that they're going to be able to make decisions as quickly as that guy did and make the correct decision and be as effective as a quarterback is foolhardy, in my opinion. Well, I think that the guy on the roster who has the best shot of doing that is probably Mitchell Trubisky. But that's not to say that he's going to be good. And the guy can't throw to his left again, as Ian has pointed out on numerous occasions. And I agree with him. So those two positions between the offensive line and I, I'm going to take it a step further and I'm going to say, I'm not impressed at all with Chukes. So center right tackle, not happy right now. Dan Moore, I think is an ascending player. They'll figure out what's going on to left guard eventually. Um, I don't see Kendrick win, win, Senator Green winning it, but if he does, he does. Um, James Daniel is a, a solid player. Fantastic he's going to be, gonna be yep. a good offensive pl- alignment there. Chukes and Mason Cole are not – I'm not enthusiastic about. I'm with you. I'm, so, I'm Ben, I have, I have a follow-up yeah. question here. Mm. So, assuming we put James Daniels at right guard. Yep. Okay. Okay. Where he is. Yeah. Instead of the statue that was Trey Turner there. (laughs) Um, You know, he was a bullfighter, Ian. He had a cape. He had an Olay. He would wave it around. Sometimes the, he wouldn't even wave though. Sometimes as the pass rusher ran by, he just yeah whipped it past him. He's like, yeah, so, oh, sometimes no. he just stand there with his hands up and just be like, "Who am I going to block? Not that guy. Not that guy either." <laughs> yep. Yeah. So at any rate, a lot of offensive line play that doesn't get talked about is communication, right? For sure. When you've got stunts and twists, you got to communicate. Absolutely. James Daniels is a much better player, I think, than Trey Turner. Oh God. Yes. So. If he's a better communicator at that right guard spot, does that also make whoever's at center and whoever's at right tackle better? Yes, but will that so. make Mason Cole 
good enough. Will that make Chuksukorafor on an island good enough versus speed rushers where no. he's weak? No, no. And, and here's and the that, other thing. That's my concern because that that's the trend now is to put your speed rusher at left end yeah. and let him beat the lesser tackle on that side. Right. Yeah. TJ Watt, look no further. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, you know, I mean, and I don't, I don't face as many double teams. This is fantastic. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. And, and I think the, the other thing, too, to look at is who's going to be making the line calls on the field. Because last year they tried to have Kendrick Green make the line calls on the field, which <laughs> was a terrible friggin' decision. Did not work. Um, no, it did not at all. Um, it, you know, for, for years, actually, Ramon Foster was the guy who made the line yes. calls yeah. on the yes. field. That and guy. then he would kind of tap smack pouncy in the butt and be like, all right, we're good. Snap the ball, you know? Um, so it doesn't have to be your center necessarily. You know, maybe it's James Daniels that makes the calls. Maybe... It's got to be one of the guards or yeah. the center. And, yeah. and it's preferable that it's your center. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. So somebody's got to make the calls, but you know, who's it going to be? They have a new line coach. So there's, there's still a lot of questions on how this line gets that's, put together. And that's I agree. The other aspect of this line concern is yeah. that the offensive line coach they hired does not have an outstanding track record. It's it's a mixed bag. It's muddled. It's yeah. it's it's gone anywhere from mediocre to poor. Well, and I, you know, don't get me yeah. wrong. If the Steelers are a top fifteen offensive line this year, that is an He's incredible, done a hell of a job. incredible improvement. Yeah. Immense because last year they were fucking horrible. No, I agree with that. You know, we're not part of the Sunshine Squad here. We can admit that, that sometimes the Steelers don't play well. Oh my God. Yes. You, 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 you will get brutal honesty here. Totally yeah. Brutal. Sometimes, sometimes the guys from the other team make a play. I yeah. Know. It happens. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's often a number one thing that fans don't realize is that there are pretty good players on the opposition. Yeah, like everybody you know, in the NFL. Do, and everybody in the NFL, plays. the 53rd man on the roster is actually really good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they can make plays. Um, I, I just think it's something that people are really overestimating or maybe undervaluing. I'm not sure the right way to say it, that the line is just magically going to be so much better. And, and I, until I see it, I'm, I can't go there. Um, it is magic. It, well, magic. it damn well better be some kind of magic. Um, one thing, I, I just, one, sorry, yeah, right. Yeah, just just one thing I want I want to add. And it, and I agree with Ben and Ian. Obviously, I just from 2015 to 2020, Ben was sacked 97 times mm. in 73 starts. Yeah. Last year, he was sacked 38 times. Yeah. Okay. Even when he had no knees last year and he struck yeah. 38 times. I guess this this all circles back to between 2015 and 2020, they, they had the staples at the O-line, right? Like you knew the names. You, you knew that, yeah, there might be a blown assignment every once in a while, but, you, but you're pretty solid. Mm-hmm. You add in new components on the line. 
you add in a new offensive line coach, and you add in a new quarterback. Ben sacked 38 times last year when, I mean, shit, the dude couldn't even run. He could barely mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Once again, I really, really, really just don't understand this suit. I'm optimistic. I don't want to be called a hater, but I don't understand the super optimism like, oh, we're going to be a problem on offense or Naj is going to do this. It's that time of the year. And it's like, listen, Naj Naj did an incredible job last year, but like there are so many new parts to this offense. including Najee Harris kicked ass last year. Oh, he did. He did. He did. Because on, on, I would say two thirds of the snaps, the defense was anticipating the run, and they knew the offensive line was fucking horrible. Oh yeah, and the guy still ran for twelve hundred yards. Yeah, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be surprised this year for regression because of because of the quarterback isn't 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 been in the system. Like, I mean, I hate to say I, I would be surprised if Najee and the run game regressed this year. I will not be at all surprised if the passing game regresses. Okay, so he doesn't year. catch as many checkdowns, but he his his run efficiency is just yeah, is better. I, I don't know. I really don't. I think his run efficiency, I mean, honestly, their run efficiency last year was not great. No, but I, I, but it I was, think it was competent. I expect I'll, it to yeah. be better than that this season. And I, I'm the thing I'm concerned about straight up is the passing game. And until I mean, they've got, they've got weapons at wide receiver that are great, Mm -hmm. but if the guy throwing the fucking ball can't get it to him, what goddamn difference does that make? And we've never seen anybody throwing the ball besides Mason. We've never seen anybody under center right now. That's well, a Steeler every, besides Mason. Throw the football. Everybody on this podcast is a huge Mason Rudolph fan. <laughs> but I'm just saying it. Like, and on that note, uh, let me jump in real quick and uh, remind <laughs> everybody, as part of uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network, we're greatly uh, appreciative of being with uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet. Up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Yeah, you know, I... Somebody was talking on sports radio the other day. Oh, you know, Roethlisberger, he's no knees. He was like a statue back there. He was. We've We've talked about He was. But we've talked about it many, many times. We've already talked about it tonight. The fact of the matter is, he processed information faster than Kenny Pickett will. Because faster, he could. Faster than, than Mitch Trubisky will. And the ball got out. I don't know that we can say the same about these guys. I hope they we won't. can. They I won't. hope we can. However, the however, other point. They back. are more mobile, which will buy them a little bit of time. Right. But that does not necessarily mean that they will be more effective. Oh, exactly. So. I'm saying maybe they might, but for people that are out there going, oh, they're going to be way better at quarterback this year. No, they're fucking not. That is not a given, not even maybe. I don't think people and, realize how good Ben Roethlisberger was. And and what they don't realize is how good he was in the fourth quarter. Yes. Because last year, Ben had seven game-winning drives. We had nine friggin' wins 
all year. Seven of those, Ben, well, six of them were fourth quarter comebacks. One of them was a game-winning drive that was in overtime that he led us to the victory, Baltimore right. at the end of the year. Um, Mitch Trubisky, in his entire career, has seven <laughs> game-winning drives and Correct. five fourth-quarter comebacks. Ben had six fourth-quarter comebacks and seven game-winning drives last year. Mitch Trubisky has started 57 games in his career to amass those seven game-winning drives that Ben got in 16 games last year. I think so, that is a great example it is. of what we're missing this year. And yes. that's not to say that Mitch Trubisky is going to suck. No. no. Maybe no. he has learned to, learned to throw to his left. Maybe this offense will roll him to the left so he has three quarters of the field every single time. I don't know. But on the right hash, but, right hash every time. <laughs> ben but, had that clutch gene. Ben had the yeah, clutch gene. I don't know if Mason or I don't know if I, I ben know Mason was a doesn't fucking have it. winner. Let's just call it yeah, what it was. He was yeah. the guy. Maybe he's a dick, but he was a winner. So the guy was a winner. He was a winning dick. I would also like to point out, and I don't know if this kind and maybe y'all can help me out here, but the Seattle game at home was won because of TJ Watt mm-hmm. and Boz. But yeah, yeah. Boz. Does did Ben? I don't. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he did gets ben credit did, for it. Yeah, did he? They ran a play. Okay, they, they came out so, and ran a play. And I'm not gonna listen. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I. I'm not. Not listen. I. I will. I will knock Ben on this at any point I can, but, and that Ben too, but no, Ryan hates Ben Roethlisberger. No, 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 but no, 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 I don't hate Ben Roethlisberger. I'm just saying Ryan hates everyone named Ben. Yes. Every Ben sucks. But so that gets counted. So even if you take, but even if you take away that, you still got five and six, regardless Right. There were games last year that they sh- absolutely shouldn't have won, exactly. but they did. Yeah. And we've talked about this too, that they're 15-4-1 in their last two years in one-score games, which is the best winning percentage in the NFL. Nuts. And I said this a couple days ago on Twitter, and people are like, oh, they're not going to regress. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, like, can't you? you have to. At some point, I mean, you have to regress. Yes. The other thing, too, about it, is that they haven't been under 500 in one score game since 2013, which was their eight and eight season. God, that was a horrible fucking defense. You can it was a, yes, now. it was terrible. I yes, it was. Oh awful. my god, that was. Don't awful give defense. me nightmares. Don't give that me was nightmares. The year we started zero and four, right? Yes, zero yeah. and yeah. four, yeah. two and six, but, but finished eight, eight and eight. eight. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But my point is that we lost that game to the Dolphins when Antonio Brown stepped out. Never yes. Yeah, Go on. that was bad. Um. But 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 they've been so successful in these one score games with a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? And it's just like who again? Who I, I talk about information the, and get the ball out quickly. Yes, and it's just like and like even last year, like okay, so Ben had one because T.J. Watt saved the day. But I'm gonna say this too: the guy only well, well, it's in his it's in his blood because only J.J. Watt after a 20 sack season. Only J.J. Watt has even come close. I think he had 20, and then he had 17 and a half. Right. So he has the blood. He has the genes in in his favor. But you got to expect that T.J. Watt is – if T.J. Watt plateaus, that's still so much better than how many other players. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you don't necessarily know if he's going to make those 
those game changing moments. And without a quarterback that can do that, I don't know. I'm not saying that TJ Watt is going to get 22 sacks next year. I'm not going to make that, that kind of a boastful claim, even in a 17 game season. What I will say is the reason that he's been successful is that he pre-snap identifies the blocking scheme and figures out the best avenue to get into the backfield. Okay, be that on a run snap, a passing snap, whatever. He He's a cerebral player. Yes, he's relentless. Yes, he busts his ass. Yes, he goes 100% on every snap, which is why he, he pulls himself off the field sometimes. Yeah. Takes a breath and then comes back in for, you know, goes out for a play and comes right back in. It's fine. Hey, Derek Tuska got one sack last year on a play when TJ Watt was out. That was awesome. <laughs> it was a good play. Yeah. And yeah, no, it, it was, it was it good. Was. I, I, I was happy for the guy, honestly. Yeah. I mean, shit, that's probably the highlight of his career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. But definitely. The, the point being that just that, that TJ is a cerebral guy and the reason that he's been successful is his smarts. Yes, he turns the corner quickly. He has good lateral agility, but straight line speed is not his game. That ain't it. He's not that no. good an athlete. He's pretty good. He's pretty strong. He's not the best athlete in the field. I'll be frank. Miles Garrett's a better athlete, and he's bigger and he's stronger, but he's not more effective. He's no. not. He's not a better I, football I player. I won't disagree. He's no. not a better football player. Yeah. And why is that? Well, they don't play the, the same position as well but they don't they don't well and, and, and real quick too, I, would, I would like to uh congratulate tj watt and his lovely new bride danny they uh got married in uh, mexico last weekend must be uh, hard having millions of dollars i i, I tell you I, i'm glad Tens they of millions I'm, I'm glad they scraped enough together to have a millions. beach wedding you know he's very happy for him joe hayden looked like he had a great time it's all that matters yep uh i don't think on that topic though ben i don't think uh, JJ Watt gets enough credit for how how bright he is. I agree, and I I think part of that is his ability to know when to stop rushing the quarterback, fall off, and get those hands up. Sometimes have I, I don't you watched he... that guy over the course of a game? It's crazy. Anticipate yeah. the snap count. Yeah, you you get into the third quarter with that guy, you're pretty much fucked. He's been listening mm-hmm. to the quarterback the entire game. Watching the ball go off, yeah. he's got the sink between the center and the quarterback all figured out, and he knows. He knows by the tone of that quarterback's voice when the ball is going to be snapped, and he's off his mark as soon as the ball comes back. I, I would, yeah, I'd love. Yeah. I haven't done it, but I'd love to. I'd love to see the other comparisons between road and home games because TJ is much, much better at home. He is. Uh, but I'd like, you know, I understand that. I'd, I'd love to see what, like, you know, what what other players at the edge position would are. Yeah, I might do that. I'm gonna. That's my project this week. I'm assigning that project to you, Ryan. I want to um, know if you could have that. And I'm dude, not gonna do the. Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna do edge. I'm not like. Listen, yeah. Aaron Donald. He's the best defensive player in football. Might yeah. be the best player in football. I'm not going to compare those two. No, but but and I'm not necessarily going to compare Miles. But like, I just want to see what the sort of split is between home and away for anybody. So uh, I I just looked up TJ Watt's stats. Son of a bitch! In, in his career, 
Hey, pro football references. No, great, I man. I get it. Hey, I use that head, baby. In his in his career, TJ has 72 total sacks, 50 at home, 22 away. Yeah, it's a huge discrepancy. Yeah, that's big, man. And yeah, and yeah. I think last year there were five or six road games where he didn't register half a sack. Yeah. And I mean, his sack is eh, whatever, but um, <laughs> yeah. he, has, he has a bigger sack than me. But the thing, he does disappear in road games. And he also gets hurt a lot in road games too. And and I ain't trying, I'm not trying to be a dick. And if he's watching the show and he, you know, comes at me, so be it. But like, I would, I would, I, he's just so I, I, dominant at home yeah. that when he, go, that in our road record has not been good as of late. He just, he does disappear in those big moments on the road. Okay. I, I, you, the numbers that Ian just uh, spelled out, he can't argue. He just texted Cam here and said, fuck Scarpino. <laughs> I'm going to have 22 sacks on the road this year. I'm Good. Gonna up, I'm gonna lift up my jerseys. And say, fuck I hope you. he does. I hope he does hear about this and take fuck that as a personal scarps. fucking challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. By the way, Cam Hayward's got a podcast now. Um, you know, I shouldn't really be publicizing it. Where he talks about life. Not yeah, it's football. not really football. It's I'm more like, about life. Really? Yeah. Um, All right, that's cool. Yeah. So good. Good for Cam. Good for Cam. Uh, and, good morning, America. When he retires, seems forced. Is there anything that Strahan doesn't do these days? I mean, the nope. guy hosts everything. Um, by the way, Le'Veon Bell, a former Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, has decided, um, and I think in a way it's he was forced into it because nobody wants him. He's going to be a boxer now. He's going to take on uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, the running back. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, uh, how, how I almost said, fl- oh, oh, okay. Very good. Uh, Ian, very good. That's funny. Um, Le'Veon Bell, like a boxer. I'm the worst. Uh, um, any, any no. thoughts on, uh, Le'Veon Bell's boxing career, gentlemen? Um, he sure as hell misses that $14.5 million he could have gotten <laughs> for sitting out that year. Like, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even that's talking a really about good signing, point. signing yeah, another that contract, year, yeah. right? That year, that he could have made 14 and if he, even if yep. he didn't sign a contract, yep. if he just plays that year, he would have made $14.5 million. And he's all like, if I had a time he, machine, he would have made $14.5 million and he would have made a minimum of 36 if he'd signed the Steelers offer. Yeah. Minimum. He didn't so make that's that like with a, all of his contracts after that. That's he a knocked out by that deal. Huge, huge fuck up on his part. Huge, well, bad business decision, Le'Veon. Yeah, yeah I, I would just say that when when I worked with him, um, he was very nice. Um, he was very polite. Even even after they got, even after him and Legarrette Blunt got popped. Did they offer you a hit? That's what I want to know. At any point in time, did they say? Yeah, they offer smoke you out, Scarps. You're too no. uptight, Scarps. Hey, hey Scarps. Hey, hey. We'll, no, we'll, we'll smoke you out no. tomorrow. No. no, but I, I do remember when I do remember Nate, who's who's in Green Bay now. But me and Nate were the PR folks that had to talk to him at the time. And yeah, I remember Nate. And we both went up to. Legarrett and Le'Veon and Legarrett Le- was like, no, fuck these guys. They don't, they don't. I'm like, I like, I like Nate and I looked and we're like, 
We work for the fucking team. We're here for you. And like once Le'Veon heard that, he was like, okay, man, I'm, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, what do I need to do? And I was like, dude, you don't have to apologize to us. We're going to just going to help you like with that, with what you need to say. So like LeGarrette Blunt was a bad influence on him that 2014 season. Yeah. Absolutely no doubt. LeGarrette Blunt's a dick. I know him personally. He's a fucking prick. So here's the thing. LeGarrette Blunt, I picked him up for a pre-draft visit. Months after he punched that dude from Boise State in the face, and he was 10 times nicer than Golden Tate, who left garbage in my 2002 Oldsmobile Intrigue. <laughs> I've talked about this on the show. So when LeGarrette came back, like he literally was super cool too, as well. He's like, Oh, you still got that ride? I'm like, Fuck yeah, I make no I don't make no money like you do. Like, of course you <laughs> and they were cool, but but like you could see that influence LeGarrette had on it. So then they get popped going to the airport, which is fun. But Le'Veon was like very young and like oh. if like he knew like when he fucked up, like he knew that stuff. So like he was very cool about it. But you could see as he got you could see as he got better as a player, he didn't care as much about that advice from from the team. Now, of course, he lives in the coach Tomlin or whoever. He didn't give a shit about me anyway. <laughs> um, but going looking back on it. I don't think he cares so much about the season of 2018 as much. It was like, I should have just played Uh, and you know what? If the wheels fell off, at least he had it. And then he could have signed a contract with the Steelers for a guaranteed amount of money. And if he never played whatever again, because that dude was broken the last couple years. Like, like he was, and even after he left the Steelers, he had, he had success with, even with the jets, he had success, but he was just broken, you know. No, I agree. You know, I, I I'm with you. Um, now, now, real quick, Ryan, when you say that that you and and Nate had to talk to these guys, where is this? Like physically, where is this that you're talking to? Oh, them? that was uh, the we wanted to give them so so. So I, this was I, the day. This was the same day as the Philadelphia preseason game, 2014. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They get popped for smoking yeah so i i truly don't know if they made the team flight i really don't know if they did or not i i and and i might be wrong i might be i might be right but they were late all i know yeah Yeah, so so they might have made the flight all i know is i was at team dinner and my our, our boss came up to us um actually it wasn't Nate. It was Dom. It was Dom. It was Dom. Dom Rinelli. Yep. Uh, and Dom had been there for about 15 seconds. Um, Cause Nate had already gone to the Packers. And I remember we like got the news. I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. <laughs> and then it was like, cause like, I like, I like to go out of, <laughs> on the road. Like I like to get a couple drinks. I'm like, oh, yeah. but then it was like, wait a minute. They're high. You're not going to remember any of this. Like, fuck that. You know, whatever. So we're like, we'll see him the next day. So literally when we got off the bus, we were waiting for him in the locker room. And it was the third preseason game, which is when people actually played. And I don't remember if they were punished. That I can't remember. It's fucking I'm old. But I, I don't know if they necessarily played that game or whatever. But it was just like, listen, regardless if you play or not, I don't know the fucking, I don't know the strategy, whatever. Yeah. You're going to get asked about this after the game. Here's here's what you need to say. And and after the game, 
they 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 were very apologetic. They came across as like right. reasonable and understandable. But the problem was that like the cop the the well I I utmost respect for police officers, but like he literally told the cop like the cop was like, Have you been whatever? Like you've been smoking? He's like, Yeah, he was like about a minute. And like at that time, I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about? A minute? I don't even know what that means." Like, like it's been a minute. Like, like, like he just smoked, and then like the cop obviously smelled the yeah. weed and was like, "Yeah, like, come on, man! Like, what are you doing?" And he didn't care. But you know, I seem to recall they played Blunt quite a bit in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Le'Veon played. Quarter, I yeah. yeah, I don't think Le'Veon played. And I think they played Legarrett as a punishment. Yeah, <laughs> really no, he was. He was into the fourth. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at that point, when you're playing Legarrette Blunt in the fourth quarter, versus, I really do versus like fourth team guys versus the other team. You're you're punishing the other team, <laughs> you know, like because I, just, I mean that guy, his style was straight ahead. Yes, not a lot of wiggle there. I just I just nope. remember being like I I remember like 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 I said, Dom was only there like for a short time, but like I remember like just thinking to myself like. Who the fuck smokes weed before you get on an airplane like that? Nice. Like, like, who the fuck smokes weed in a moving vehicle when you're on the way to the airport? Yeah, but with the but windows yeah, rolled yeah, down. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, like, <laughs> like, like, we had like good food too. Like, we had like Giant Eagle Market District. Like, you're not going to mistake weed for sushi. Like Todd Haley's about oh, that's not that's not the uh, that's not the uh, fucking miso tuna. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know what the fuck are you doing? Like, no, I mean, it was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And I mean, it wasn't even that the it wasn't even that it was like on the way to the team plane. It was like really late. Like yeah. we took off at two thirty, and they got pulled over at one thirty. And I live right near where they got pulled over, and I'm like, shit, it's probably gonna take you thirty minutes just to even get there if you're not speeding. So like, what the fuck are you really doing? <laughs> Jeez. Listen, that, I, I dominated this show. If if I'm never invited back, whatever. That oh, has shut been up. story time with Scarps, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> you, you're not going to get two guys Scarps, getting Scarps, wait, Scarps is also dying that beer like a champ. He just yeah. chugged like Oh, he is, man. Man. That was awesome. I'm He's he killing Yingling. Uh, AB used to say, like oh, Anakin. God. I don't know where he is now. Oh, he's driving on God. <laughs> he's rapping somewhere. Uh, hey, you know what, guys? We are less than two weeks now from training camp starting. So a um, couple more uh, shows coming up, and, and then we'll be in the thick of it, which is good. And uh, the off season can be very, very rough, as you can tell by these shows. So anyway. But one for, one, uh, one yeah. final point on that yes. note, because yes, right, I have I've mentioned this before on the show, that during the off season, the only good news that happens is a contract extension. Other than that, there's only bad news that comes okay. out. There right. are, you All know, right. arrests, there are suspensions, sure. there are people getting in trouble for various things. And just this past week, we saw... News about Zach Wilson. Oh boy! We saw news about Ian Cole in the National Hockey League, um, and a variety of other stories to back up my point that there are no good news stories in the off season other than contract extensions. So well, no news is good news. Let's hope we get through these next right. two weeks before training camp starts with no news, so we can have these fun I shows mean, and don't have to talk about stupid stuff happening, and, like players no, getting you're, arrested you're absolutely or. Right. Sleeping and, with their friends' moms, you know. And, well, and, and has any player 
uh, mom's friends or mom's coming friends. from Whatever. BYU. Yeah. I mean, it's so appropriate. He was a BYU Cougar for crying out loud. I yeah. mean, you can't get any more appropriate than that. Uh, uh, real quick. So yeah. I don't necessarily know. The wife is bringing me the, the wife. Oh, look at this. She's not, she's not on cash. She, she ain't about that life. But um, Zach Wilson was born in August of 99. And I don't oh even know if God. American Pie was out at that time. So not only did Zach, so not only did Zach Wilson, barely. not only did Zach Wilson sleep with his mom's friend, he missed the graduate and American Pie releases. So like, crazy. Know, like this dude has no basis. Right. Like he, like he doesn't have any roots. Like, but still a legend. A legend. I'm not. That's listen, a great point. God bless America. I, indeed. And on that note, we'll get on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> saying. For, for these guys and for Chrissy, uh, we're signing off on the SCV Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Zach Wilson, legend. <laughs> <laughs>